It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Tuesday, July 30th, 2019. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a second, I'll be joined by my co-host, actor and writer, Mr. Craig Hurley. We appreciate you tuning in today and every day at 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern, for the next hour, we'll talk about the day's news, uh, pop culture, and politics stories that are happening. And you're invited to call in and let us know what's on your mind, either on one of those subjects or one of your own. Give us a call at 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. So let's uh, jump up on my soapbox and start talking. Craig Hurley, how the heck are you? I am doing well, sir. How are you? I'm doing very good. Thank you for asking. What's happening in your neck of the woods? Um, it's flat. I am in an undisclosed location currently. I cannot tell uh-huh. you where I am. But what I can tell you is it's 110 motherfucking degrees. That I can fucking tell you. I'm still on a swearing binge. Is that a binge? Are you yeah, there, dude? I, I, I can see that. I can I can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear that. <laughs> Let's get over that. Let's get over that quickly. <laughs> oh, no. There's still too much douchebaggery out there. Uh, unfortunately, there's always going to be douchebaggery. There's going to be plenty of it all of the time, unfortunately. Yeah, it is 110 where I am located currently. 110. Wow. That is a little nice warm. Toast. We are having so how are things uh, over there in Ohio. Humidity and thunderstorms right now. We have a little bit of rain happening right Excellent. now and 88 degrees. So, yeah, a little bit Just of Just as uh, I predicted. A little bit of weather, exactly, exactly. Yeah. As you You've got said. a low-pressure system just sitting over there in Canada, just right above you, drawing up those uh, storms yeah. from the south. But it was a nice drive. It was like I opened up the sunroof and rolled down the windows and just let it go today. I went out and about and did my errands. I went to a little bit of Amish country and I bought some food. I got some mixes and stuff that they do so well out there. So it was a good day so far. Good day had by cool. all so far here in Northeast Ohio. So let's uh, let's let's jump into it. I'm going. Let's jump in. We kind of got cut off yesterday, 
talking about yeah. um no we just went all the way to a hard stop we did yeah. we were like had to had to just stop it just we were out of time had to <laughs> slam on the proverbial brakes but we can go ahead and get back into it because i did some research last night so i'm ready to go excellent so you cool. tell us where you want to start and i will jump in I, where do you want to start where we left off I, I'm trying to remember where we left off because it was such a hard stop. I can't remember. I had to go right into my other show. Where did we leave off? It was kind of judgy wudgy. Judgy wudgy was a bear, a big gay bear. You're right. Okay, nice I think bear. you're right. I think you're right. It was. All right, no problem. No, I think you're right. Um, it's just that, you know, like the entire Republican Party wants you as a gay man to stop being gay. And it is not, it's not your choice. It's the way you were born. And it's similar to me in defense of legalizing drugs, that drug addicts can't stop what they're doing. And they're going to continue to do it regardless of illegal or legal. So, and they can't stop right. what they're doing. And people like me, I'm, I'm considered a drug addict. I, I smoke cigarettes. I drink caffeine. I, I don't, I'm not an alcoholic because I don't like alcohol, uh, which is a legal drug. Um, but I, but I do smoke weed. I do smoke marijuana and I do it for mainly medicinal purposes. I, I used to get migraines every single day of my life, debilitating migraines to the point where I couldn't go to school. I couldn't, I couldn't function, couldn't do anything. Can't drive. All I can do is lay there and be in pain. And then I smoked some weed and my migraines went away. So now I do it preventative to make sure that I can actually function, that I actually have some type of quality of life. So I can't stop. And there's a lot of drug addicts out there that can't stop, and they don't want to for one reason or another. A lot of times it's medicinal. And, yeah, they abuse the hell out of it. And I've had friends who have died of legal legal drug overdoses and illegal drug overdoses, both. And they're... To me, it's like if you're going to abuse it, you're going to die anyway. And that's not under my control, nor is it my judgment of you as a drug addict. You know, I mean, you go ahead and, and, and do the amount that you want to. And if it kills you, it kills you. I, you know, we can try to regulate it as best you can and give you only certain amounts. But like you said yesterday, you know, that, that people will go out and try to, you know, beg, borrow and steal for it. But I don't, I don't see that with the legalization of weed. Nobody's going out and, you know, in the places where it's legal, nobody's going out and, and trying to get more. They, they get great deals right, in dispensaries. Right. There's really good deals. So nobody's doing that. And as far as the black market on that is, you know, there's always going to be a black market as long as you have underage people who are choosing to do, choosing to smoke. And when they shouldn't, it's illegal. We do because we're people, so and humans do. Uh, that's something that I've learned uh, in my life that you know people do. And <laughs> I mean, irregardless. Oh, I hate that word. It's not even a word. Regardless of whether or not something is legal, you know. And and mm-hmm. so I, that's that's my argument on it. You know, that, and I think that's where we were leaving off is that I I can't judge people for being who they are. You know, and and Right. trying to be the best people that they see themselves as 
even if it's a drug, even if it's a drug problem. I mean, we've got uh, we've got some ex- some seriously professional people, especially in the entertainment business, who are loaded all day long on all sorts of stuff. I, this is no secret. Aaron Sorkin got busted at, at Burbank Airport with a crack pipe and mushrooms. So, I'm, you know, right. that's Aaron Sorkin. Dude, he's one of the greatest writers. He's one of the greatest directors. He's one of the greatest producers out there in the entertainment business. All of his stuff is quality. So, you know, it's, it's hard for, for me, you know, to be like judging on, on that. And that's where my problem was with you doing that. Because, you know, you don't want people judging you for you. And, and yet the entire Republican Party is judging you. You know, they're all like, you can stop doing this anytime. And you're like, no, I can't stop doing this. I was born this way. Leave me alone. So, and that's right. exactly no, the will, way you uh, should be. Right. I will log my take. And I hope people will call in on this. Give us a call, 347-999-0126. I had a really yeah. long conversation with a friend of mine yesterday just based on this. And she was like, she was like, you want to legalize heroin? And I'm like, yeah, because then you actually can get a, 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 an idea of what problem actually is. And, and, and you can actually help those people. And then you get doctors involved and, and all, the, you know, all these different things. And we had a half-hour-long conversation, dude. So, yeah, I'm hoping right. people will call in uh, 347-989-0126. I hope they the, do. Well, i, I got to give you my, my – revelations here i decided i mean cool. we like i said we had to we ended a hard stop yesterday and i and you <laughs> accused fun. me of being a little judgy at the end and so i had to uh i had to sit back and and uh check myself a bit so i did right and i actually oh, cool. thought about it and i did a lot of research That's last cool. night and Excellent. uh i i think i grew a little bit and i'm going to tell you where i'm nice. coming down on that wow i have I've read a lot, I've thought about it a lot, and I have decided that I am now for decriminalizing all drug use. Wow. Um, wow. Excellent. And dude. I'll tell Excellent. you why. And that's just because I'll tell of you our why. because of our but I'm gonna give you, your research. There's a lot of caveats. There's a lot of caveats involved, but I'll I want to give you some some oh, yeah. opinions of stuff I've learned. But first off, I did in my research, I have learned a lot of things. One that, uh, as you said, these heroin and cocaine were used for a lot of other purposes and were not criminalized until the 1900s. So they were used for a long time in a lot of things. So it's not like this is something that's been criminalized forever and that uh, turning it over would just just erase all precedent. When prohibition came around and all these these people were like, oh, you need to stop doing everything. Yeah, how'd that work out? Right. People and rioting, statistics are crazy. showing that the that prison populations went in I think it was nineteen ninety to two thousand ten or nineteen eighty to two thousand. It was a twenty or thirty year period. Um, it jumped because of non population inmate population went from five hundred thousand yep. in the US to two million. Wow. Um, And the majority of those were. And but the thing was that drug use did not increase with it. 
So that's that's the statistic that got my mind. If 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 it was, so the prison population did, but drug right. use did not. Wow. Because of the criminalization of it, is what caused this to happen. It wasn't that right. people were doing more drugs in the last twenty years. Same amount of people baseline is basically still doing it, but because of the right. quote unquote war on drugs that Nixon started and everyone else went, the criminalization. Right stepped up for the last 20 or 30 years and we've increased our prison population fourfold and that's just wrong um i just think that that's wrong so in my and thinking, a lot of it a I, lot of it is um a lot of it is uh different ethnicities so a lot of it are blacks and latinos well, it's disproportional and black it's, it's disproportional people of color unfair. for sure that's for yeah. very sure it's definitely disproportionate yeah. uh, of by race and some of the things, and just early, early parts of reading that I forgot to go before this, but the prohibition came about because of racism. That um, yeah. cocaine was actually brought about when we had a lot of Asian immigrants coming in who introduced opioids to this country because they had their own little opioids break, and that how that's how they relaxed. And so, in order to control this population. They did the prohibition on opioids. And then when the black population, the slaves were freed and they were becoming actual citizens, that's when heroin started to be getting, um, they they blamed it on the blacks for heroin. And so they did um, prohibition on that. And then with the Hispanics, that's when weed started happening and did the prohibition (laughs) with weed. So it happened happened along racial lines. Or, I never knew meanwhile, before. American Indians American Indians have been have been doing ayahuasca, doing peyote, doing mushrooms, smoking right. weed for uh, at least a thousand years in North America. Right. <laughs> at least a thousand years. So, so doing so anyway, uh, doing everything that's out there that's available. Right. So I learned all this through my research. So I have come to the realization that and I read what the difference would be criminalizing and non-criminalizing it. And I think non-criminalizing it would stop the overpopulation of jails. I don't agree right. with all the all of the panacea you said it was going to, to happen and change everything. But I don't, I think it should, laws are laws are criminal. If you OD and if you are on drugs and get in a car wreck, that's a whole set of laws. That's that's someone being irresponsible. You're yeah, not being that's a DUI. In jail no, because that's a DUI. of drugs, and, and you're being in what jail. What happens when one, what right. happens when you legalize is that adults actually get to take responsibility for the drug that they're right. using. And yeah, so you I'm, have to so, adhere to those laws that are already in place, like DUI, driving under the exactly. Influence. So I think possession and usage should be de- decriminalized. That's my thoughts. Right. I've come down nice. on. Possession nice. and wow. and usage, but no, that's, using that's it against the law, DUI, like you said, becoming in a wreck, yep. doing something, and stealing, obviously because on drugs. Then, then yep. that's something. That's a different law altogether. That's not actually a drug law. That's yep. another set nope. of laws. So this yep. is where my thought process have gone. I still am judgy. I still think I, I don't. <laughs> I don't a hundred percent take your analogy. Um, between Republicans and gays, because I honestly cannot change that. You can't honestly go to a treatment person place and stop doing drugs. So there is a possibility to change your drug usage. Yeah, but I actually, um, I actually, it's not an innate thing. Weed. You become addicted. 
you become addicted. It's not an innate thing. Mine's an innate thing. I'm not addicted to being gay. I just don't want to go suck dick. Suck dick. That's not a bad word. Um, I'm not addicted to that. You're addicted to an opioid or a substance, something you can change. So I right. think that uh, I think I, so. I don't agree with your analogy 100. percent I understand where it's coming from. There's a lot of people that can't. There's a lot of people that that's their that that drug is the only thing that gets them through life. It's the only right, but thing it's an that gives them quality. And like of life. I said, you can find a way to. Uh, I think there's ways dude, you can do stuff. I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know. But I have no problem. Like I said, if you do it in your own, if we're talking about do it in your own thing, and you're not hurting anybody else with it. I have changed my mind completely on drugs after in nice. less than 24 hours, I have changed my thought process completely. As far as that. decriminalization and, and recreational use. As far as That's decriminalization actually, and recreational use. Exactly. Yeah. And, and just, yeah, and I, personal that, I love that, yeah. dude. I love that. So, I, I'm proud of you. I'm well, proud thank of you. you. And I, and I think it's, I'm glad yeah. I, I appreciate you forcing me to look at it that way. And I actually took the time. <laughs> And I wish people would look do that for anything they disagree with. I hope they would look it up. I really hope someone would take the time to study it and actually read on something and come up with an informed decision for themselves. A lot of people may read on it and not cut. There's stuff on the other side, too, that I I saw some points on, but I thought there was more points on decriminalizing it. I mean, there's there's literature good and bad on there. But I thought for the for most part, if you look at all literature and take it in as a whole, I think it falls more on the side for me personally to decrim- decriminalize it. So I just hope the lesson learned would be people would study on something they disagree with before they just blatantly disagree with it for no reason right. whatsoever, but just their yeah. own thought prior, have they been conditioned to think? So anyway, that's, yep. that's my thought on it. Uh, that's where I'm at. It, You've changed I love it. my mind. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, uh, I'm really proud of you. Really proud of you. Thank you. That's awesome. I, I am, I am proud of myself for, for looking, taking deep, deep dive into. It. Like I said, anyone can do it. All you gotta do is research it, then come with your. As long yeah, as it's your just, own personal opinion, after you've done research, then you can believe whatever you want to believe, right? Um, I'm not gonna right. uh, uh, disagree with your beliefs, um, and maybe I'll get some understanding for it. I mean, I uh, agree with that 100, percent but at least I'll understand what's going on. So uh, just just be informed. And, and now especially I'm more informed. with privatized, especially with privatized prisons, I don't know if you looked up any of that information, but privatized prisons, which uh, there's more of them now than than there definitely should be, uh, they need to be right. like shut down. Uh, you know, it shouldn't happen ever. There shouldn't be privatized. People aren't. Uh, well, I know, like them. I like them called by their other name, is. which is for-profit prisons, because that's what they are. For-profit people yeah, trying to make yeah, a profit off people. Um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, privatized is the socially who... acceptable world word, but for-profit is what they really are. They're for-profit, for-profit. prisons, and it's another yeah. wording. I call it um, for-profit too. I like that. I like right. that. So I'm no, I, I agree 100. Yeah. No. Uh, but it's, yeah, that that shit needs to stop. Right. No, it's incentivized to do it. Yeah. It's incentivized yeah. to keep people in jail to yeah. for I, no I just reason. don't agree. Right. So anyway, that's our talk on drugs, guys. Uh give us a call, three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. Let us know if you agree, disagree, or what your if points you agree are. Or disagree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either uh, way, come stand on this soapbox. 
Either way, stand on the soapbox. So anyway, let's let's, let's move on. I, I'm I'm glad we were yeah. able to finish that discussion. I thought it was a good discussion yesterday. I'm sad we we had to end it as abruptly as you did, and I wanted to come back and nah, uh, and finish up with it. So yeah, we are good. There. Um, let's see. Where do we want to go here? There's Sometimes you have to do that, on. especially especially when it gets heated. So, you know, right. sometimes that's a nice thing too about coming up to the very end. Right, and it's a good thing about doing the show five days a week. We don't have to hold it up for a week where eight thousand other things happen between no. time to make it really less relevant. No, we can, this is something we, we were talking about yesterday, just, so that's nice. Just like do what we just did. Talk about it for you know fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, about what we were talking right. about yesterday, and and then actually right. like you just did, got yourself more informed, and you know, and exactly. got some more information and and figured some stuff out. So, no, that's really cool. Um, yeah, as far as what's going on, uh, we just jump into pop culture. Um, it does look like Lori Laughlin is going to jail. <laughs> I, I try to say that as much as I possibly can. Um, <laughs> because it's my opinion that Lori Laughlin shouldn't be working right now, and uh, that $500,000 that she gave to USC is Katie Barberi's money. Because they didn't give her any residuals for every which way, and Fuller House would not be on the air without every which way getting six million views and giving Full House six million views in the first five minutes of Full House when Full House ain't had any um, views since 1980, whatever the hell, when they were on in the first place. So that $500,000, look, when you misuse the, the monies that are given to you, and when they're when it's really blood money, when that's monies that should have been given to Katie uh, for residuals on every which way, uh, yeah, look what happens. You get caught. <laughs> you freaking get caught. So there's there's some other people down the line that are that are going to get hit by that too. When it comes to the every which way money, dude, they made 160 million dollars on that show, selling it to other countries, and it was done non-union in in Miami. And, and it, right. they didn't pay any of their actors any residuals. And that's how we survive. That's how actors survive. Because it's few and far between these gigs. All right. Now, well, we've talked about that before. I think you're exactly right. But let's uh, – I do want to jump on real quick of, of, of piggyback a little bit on what you said about the GOP being against uh, LGBTQ population. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Representative Denver Riggleman, a Republican representing Virginia, the state of Virginia's 5th District, on Monday received a vote of no confidence from the Cumberland County Republican Committee because he officiated a same-sex wedding for two campaign volunteers. Uh, The state party tried to censor him over the weekend. They called an emergency meeting that this guy performed a same-sex wedding, which is legal in the United States, by the way, these days. Right. Um, but they wanted to censor him for doing it because it was against the GOP's party platform um, to be uh-huh. for LGBT marriage. And so they tried to censor yeah. him. Only four people voted for that. So that didn't work. So now this county in Virginia, Cumberland County Republican Committee, which is a nothing thing, has decided to vote no confidence on him, which I think is a little amusing. 
So yeah, it's still um, it's GOP against the gays. All, You're right, 100. It's not on that. all of the Republican Party because I see, you know, because there's certain no, individuals. Not, just like the woman that I was talking to last night. Right. She was like, I don't care if if you know someone's gay. I don't I don't have a problem with that. I do care if they're out there just doing heroin because they want to. And I'm like, why right. do you care if someone else is doing heroin? So we had a, a long conversation about that. But, but she, you know, there's right. a lot of people in the Republican Party that are like, I don't care if someone's gay. That's not what this is about. No, today. there's a lot of people. So, but like I said, unfortunately, it is the party plank. It is in their GOP plank. Yeah, it's just that their leader is oh. anti-gay. Right. Defense. Right. Exactly. He is their leader. So anyway, I want to pay back on that. Um what else we got going on? Uh, of course, since we're in politics, we have the Democratic debates where the 150 candidates are going to be talking the next two nights on CNN this time. Um, there's going to be 8 to 10 p.m. tonight and tomorrow on CNN. Uh, yeah, but tonight kind of, is the all-white party, isn't it, of the Democrats? Exactly. They're all the white In nominees. Detroit. <laughs> Coming from Detroit, it's the all-white party when the biggest news of the day is so Trump dumb. taking on Elijah Cummings and being a racist. Yeah. We're going to have the all-white party uh, talk about that tonight for the first night. So that's going to be interesting. Wow. Um, and they couldn't be a little more inclusionary. I mean, I, they've got, you know, a number of – in the second night, it's, it's Kamala Harris and Cory Booker and – Right. And it was a random draw. It's not a purposeful thing, but just the optics are not good. I mean, CNN made a big deal of doing the random draw on live TV, which I thought was a non-event to begin with. But um, yeah, so they so it was a totally random thing to happen, but it just the optics are really really bad. So we'll, we'll see what happens tonight as. The one of the leading debate right now is about racism and the president of the United States and Elijah right. coming in Baltimore and all the white dudes are going to be talking about it first before the other people talk about it. So that's going to be interesting. Tonight. Before the actual people of color get to talk about it. That's that's right. genius. Somebody screwed but up there. It'll be fun to see. We have three people that I'm interested in hearing from tonight. We have. Uh, right. Uh, What's her name? Uh, Warren Sanders and Buttigieg up tonight. And uh, Amy Klobuchar. I still like Amy Klobuchar. She's on tonight. And I think Beto's on tonight. But the the three that I'm really interested in listening to the most are to see what Buttigieg, Warren, and Sanders have to say, and Klobuchar to an extent. But I really don't care about the other six, seven, to be honest. And then tomorrow night will be interesting with Booker, um, Biden, Harris, and um, I think those are the only three I really care about tomorrow, to be honest with you. We'll see what happens. But it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to let them, as opposed to the first debates, they're going to let them do an opening um, talk and a closing talk. They didn't allow that on the first debates that MSNBC did or the NBC networks did. So each candidate will be able to say something in the beginning, which I think is a little more fair. They can talk about what they're interested in to give them a hint of it because they're they're not going to get all the questions with 10 people on there in a two-hour time limit you just can't get to it so doing the opening and closing i think is a little more fair um that'll happen both nights the rules get much more restrictive for the third debate coming up next month or the month after Uh, i think it's going to eliminate probably 
10 people from the debate, if not uh, in between five to 10 people are going to be eliminated just by the rules for it, by how many fundraisers, you, how many donors you have to have or how much percentage you have to have. They're kind of upping that right. each debate, which I think is good. That's going to help kind of tear down um, the nominees a bit because I really think I, I personally at this point, I want to win the Senate. I don't care about the presidency anymore. I just want to make sure that we can't let him get away with anything. And I would hate to have all these people running ruined chances of winning the Senate back because they're so concerned with, we have three senators, four senators running and they need to concentrate on being reelected as far as I'm concerned. So we'll see what happens. Uh, it'll yeah, be interesting tonight. Just so, just so that you stop him from doing whatever the hell he's thinking about doing. Right. Exactly. All right. That's a good yeah, stopping point. We'll jump into something. Another four years after this. Exactly. <laughs> we don't want that. the electoral that. college continues to go along the lines that it is right now. So let's hope some well, states we can get to rise up. And, and be like, guess what? We're not relying on the, on the electoral college. We're relying on the popular vote, so good luck. Well, we're 29 minutes in. We're going to take a break. Uh, it's a good stopping point there. We're going to play a little rise from Brian, Justin Crum, and Pentatonix, and a group of friends doing a cappella version of Rise by Katy Perry, who is in the news right. when we come back. You're listening to Standing on My Soapbox right here on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be back in three minutes. I won't justify Oh, you will see me thrive Can't write my story I'm beyond the archetype I won't just conform No matter how you shake my core Cause my roots, they run deep Oh, oh you have so little faith
All righty, we are back. That was Katy Perry's rise, and Katy Perry's in a little bit of financial trouble right Dude, now. Dude, I didn't even get an opportunity to have a cigarette. Oh. That song was really quick. It was very fast. Anyway, very a fast. jury on Monday found that Katy Perry's 2013 hit, Dark Horse, improperly copied the yep. drum line and some core, uh, some um, stanzas from a 2009 Christian rap song. Uh, so wow. it set up arguments how much the singer and other defendants will owe. Um, it was brought back by a nine-member federal jury against Katy Perry. It came five years after the two co-authors sued her for this for it um, in 2013. It was. Stolen from a stole song a Christian called Joyful rock Noise. Song? A Christian rock song called Joyful Nose. Uh, Joyful Noise, sorry. Um, Joyful it's Noise. It's under the stage name Flame. That's okay, it's hard to um, say. Right, and the case now goes to the penalty phase, where the jury will decide how much Katy Perry and her producers have to pay for copyright infringement. Um, The attorneys argued that the beat and the instrumental line featured through nearly half of the Dark Horse song by Katy Perry were substantially similar to those of Joyful Noise, and the jury agreed. I know that musicians sample, you know, things from people all the time, and uh, a guy like Kid Rock actually brags about doing it and never having to pay a dime to the musicians that he steals from. So, um, uh, you know, it's, it sucks that, 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 that actually happened. I, I, I would much rather like, I, I'm, you know, I'm a musician too, but you know, not a very good one. But if I had anything that was, that was a hit, if I, if I became like a rock star, I, I would probably like pay homage to those people that I'm ripping off instead of, instead of right, ripping them off. Right. You know, if well, you're that big, you, you can yeah. you can more than afford to do that for somebody well, who is so much in the music industry. But, right, and it's done so much. There are very specific laws on how much you can sample, right. how much you can get away. I mean, my buddy has made a living off of making parodies. He knows parody and right. copyright law more than anyone I know because that's all he yeah. does. He does parodies of different movies done. He's done like scene for scene remakes of whatever happened to baby Jane. Um, but nice. he's changed just enough where he can't get into copyright laws by different things. that he said, even though the scenes are the same words are different right. things like that. So, I mean, there are set laws, so you need to be it's aware also of those in the way you film it. It's also in the way you film it. If you don't use the exact, you know, same type of filming style right. and, and all of that, you have to change it up just enough to make it your own. And exactly. then, then you're no longer infringing on that copyright. Right. And we talked about that uh, a week or so ago with uh, Kelly Clarkson's uh, recommendation of Taylor Swift, who was upset that her old manager uh, bought her entire songbook. Um, right. Kelly Clarkson told Taylor, just redo it with a different color of the just cover and, uh, <laughs> and, change, and change this and, and it's back do to them years again. All acoustic. Again. Uh, do exactly. them all acoustic. Do them all acoustic. Do uh, I forgot what they called those MTV's? Uh, uh, what they call those? Oh, unplugged. Where are, yeah, the yeah, unplugged. Do an unplug, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and then re-release it with a different picture on the cover, and you've got your material right. back. Exactly. 
So there you go. So there's that. Yeah. Um, what else going on here? I don't know if they'd be able to remake whatever happened to Baby Jane. If if that was the case, <laughs> if they're, it's if pretty they hilarious. Lost against your friend. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty hilarious. Um, right. His his little reboot of it. He's done the trilogy. I mean, there's another one. I don't remember all the things, but he's he's starting to do the third one now. There's whatever happened to Baby Jane. One other one I can't remember the name of it. And the third one he's getting ready to shoot now, but he's having fun with them. Nice. Uh, let's see. What else could we talk about? Another kind of pop culture-ish, kind of in the news. Um, Capital One was hacked with your information, your Capital One Yeah, 100 credit million card people, holder. if you're a Capital One credit card holder, you are, then uh, Capital One owes you some money, and uh, you got hacked. Uh, right. Also, um, uh, ex- um, what's, the, what's the name of the website where you look at all your credit? Where you look at your credit well, scores. Well, Equifax speak, was just given. Equifax. Equifax. Yeah, dude. Right. Yeah, you no. Can get they, there's a settlement bucks. out there. You get a hundred. Well, that's that's bucks. just the basics. That's the basics. Well, Everybody is actually entitled to almost up to twenty thousand dollars, but you have to have had your, you, you know, your identity stolen and the credit card right, used right. and stuff like that. I mean, there has to be some damages that you can show. So right. that's but everybody gets 125 bucks. If you just all you right. got to do is fill out the stuff and and it, it's your 125 bucks. Anybody who uses that uses that service, exactly. which is anybody who wants to check their credit. So well, you figure it was 110 million people. There's only 300 man, woman, and children in the country. I think right, <laughs> right. five. So right. uh, you'd think almost everybody a third of, of the age is part of it. Yep. Yeah, has been taken. Because yep. a third of them are probably kids or under 18, so um, at least a third of the country. So anyone, I think you're going to be eligible for that. But this uh, this Capital One, there's nothing, there's no uh, lawsuit yet. It'll happen, just letting people know now that they have been hacked. But the weird thing was they caught the girl that did it because the girl was bragging about doing it. It's a girl that did it. Her uh, name is wow. um, Paige Thompson. And she actually bragged on social media about doing it, and she talked about that and her cats. <laughs> and so the authorities were able to cat. track her through social. She's a former software engineer from Seattle, and she was arrested <laughs> right. one day in it. But Why um, would she brag about doing it? I don't know. I mean, you think you think it's this big um, – because usually when you, when you think of hacking and being done that it's this – bunch of trolls in China or Russia or someone trying to get your information right, or no, at least uh, Chicago mobsters trying to get your information. And this is a single software engineer from Seattle that decided to break it and do one of the biggest data breaches that uh, they've ever seen at Capital One just because well, she wanted maybe to she's she working, do it. Maybe she's, looking for, maybe she's looking for a job from the U.S. government and couldn't get in any other way. There you go. At least now they there know that she's professional when it comes to this hacking right. stuff. So, I mean, she's really good And they really pay for hackers. That. The government pays for hackers. Yes. That's oh, absolutely. a whole job industry oh, no, of people you gotta, that gotta fight try Russian. to see if systems are secure, yeah. Yep. There's a lot of people who pay big yourself. money to hackers to see if their systems are secure. So, yeah, yeah, maybe she's just looking for a job. And you know what? They, she probably has one now. <laughs> it could I, be a big career move once she gets out of prison. 
unless she yeah. can negotiate. No, I wouldn't even put her in jail. I, I yeah. take her out of jail and put her to work immediately. Set right, up those right. defensive systems. Set it up so nobody else can hack us. They had a, yeah. an 11 year old in in Florida. They had no, not in Florida. Uh, an 11 year old. Um, uh, I I can't. I don't have her name. I don't have any of my stuff in front of me. But it just kind of goes along with this that she's she's a hacker and she hacked into Florida's system, uh, uh, election system, and changed the votes in ten minutes. Ten minutes? Oh my goodness! Ten minutes. She hacked into Florida's a mock Florida's election system, and and in ten minutes and changed votes. Wow. Was able to change votes. Yeah, an 11 year old, and she's from the United States. So you know, there's there's some really smart people out there, and they just need a job making sure that that doesn't happen. <laughs> that no one is capable of doing that. That is crazy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, these hackers can do amazing things, and. I have a VPN network on my phone now just because I don't I don't have that anything really important to steal, but just the, the fact that you can do it um, is kind of incredible. I I'm sorry, that was an 11-year-old boy. I'm pretty sure that was an 11-year-old boy, not an 11-year-old okay. girl. Emmett Brewer, I think is his name. Yeah, give that 11-year-old a job at the Pentagon. <laughs> I don't, you know, I wouldn't – dude, he's smarter than everybody else. He broke into the, the – Florida's election system, a mock election system. They did it on purpose. They wanted to see how fast he could break into it. That's how smart right, he is. Right. That's Sorry, amazing. Yeah. No, good on him. I think that's cool. That's all part of the same subject here. So, yeah, that's, uh, hack, hack, there is money to be made in hacking. I, it, it's another one of those things. Is it good? Is it bad? you got to research into it, and you, it can be done both ways. It can be good and bad. So who knows? There was a guy, um, and I can't remember his name either, and this is like 30 years ago. Uh, he lived in California. He lived in Studio City, actually. And he had hacked into the government's um, uh, computers, and then they were hunting him down at the same time that he was hacking into it. And he was hacking into them with the Kinko's computers in, in Studio City. So and that's how they no caught him. They caught him at Kinko's hacking into <laughs> hacking into their computers. I can't remember his name. I wish I could remember his name because he was hired by the government and to to do anti hacking and to hack into other countries' computers. So pretty cool. That is pretty wild. I can't remember. Well, his name. I, I love that war like games. The war games was too. based on kind of a of a, a sort of real story. Um, right. That war game with Matthew Broderick. We talked about Matthew Broderick the other day. Um, that yeah. was a that was a pretty good movie, and that was based on that thing. Someone hacked into it by accident. I mean, that one said the computer was after him, but someone actually did break into a government computer once and was able to do this. So, oh goody! It looks like North Korea is firing more 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 missiles. I just got an update on my phone. They are doing nice. short projectile missiles. Oh, from North Korea. Yeah, yeah. That I, I didn't. I didn't talk about that uh, on my list. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, uh, Alexei, and I can't remember his name. The dude from Russia who was uh, Putin's uh, opposition, Niklov. 
Alexei. Oh, the guy um, might have been poisoned. The guy might. Have been yeah, poisoned. no, he, he, yeah, he's saying that he was poisoned in jail. I want to know what happened to him because he kind of went offline for a while, and then just last week he was picked up at a protest. So he's still alive. Uh, I'm glad to see that because he's Putin's number one opposition. He's constantly causing protests over in Russia, and he just got arrested along with 1,400 other people um, for protest. And because Alexander Litvinenko an op- an is his name. Yeah. Alexander yep. Litvinenko. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was kind of wild. I mean, you you heard that happen to the British guy. Isn't that what happened? The British guy got poisoned or something by Kremlin or by something? Or he got, I mean, that, that this is not the yeah. first time this has happened. Oh, no. But, they're constantly poisoning any opposition to them. They're constantly taking out just different people that that are supporting them at some point and then they turn around and they take them out and i'm uh, dude it's just disgusting behavior we're gonna get back to douchebaggery we don't want to go there you're gonna start me swearing again man (laughs) (laughs) well it is it is our uh number 45's best friend over there so maybe he'll he's he's better hope 45 45 is a puppet on that presidential seal that he stood in front of, in front of those kids. So he stood in front of that thing for 80 seconds, and it had 45 as a pu- puppet written in Latin is what, is what it had written right. on it. The two-headed eagle and, uh, and then golf clubs and some cash and the talons. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty good. Pretty good gotcha right there. I like that a bit. They need to do that more often. Exactly. I'm running out of news here. There wasn't a big news day today, to be honest with you. Let's see what else Uh, is happening. I just don't have my list. I just don't have my list with me. I had some shit on there that I was talking about. There's a lot of weather events, if you want to talk about weather, Um, because we've got two hurricanes that are currently in the Pacific. And I I, I think neither of them are going to hit Hawaii, but they may get a little. Um, and then we've got another thing, another tropical uh, low that is forming over Puerto Rico. Probably going to turn into some tropical storm or, or Category 1. It doesn't have a lot. Because we were talking about that yesterday, the day before. Of the, the Well, it couldn't be the day before because that would have been Sunday. Um, but uh, how the Sahara Desert uh, from Africa is blowing too much dry air into the Atlantic Ocean and sand and shit like that and it just stops hurricanes from forming but the caribbean sure seems to be lighting up a lot and so does the gulf coast it all seems to be very active right there and i'm pretty sure because of the amount of uh humidity levels that we have put in there just by dumping oils and plastics oh dude that's a thing that really bugs the hell out of me 45 in his plastic straws Look, I'm 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 stuck in the middle on a, on a lot of this stuff. Uh, dude, what is with that douchebag? Environmental, what? not friendly straw. Yeah, That's... and he's like, oh, these can be recycled. No, they can't. They end up in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Dude, use a stainless steel straw, or better yet, a paper straw. And I, you know, I'm not talking because of the liberal aspects of who I am. It's it's a paper straw. The other one's plastic. What are you doing? It takes I don't even know how many years for pla- for that plastic to to biodegrade. It's it's forever. 
and currently it's killing our oceans. There's a huge garbage patch of plastic straws in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Huge. It's humongous. It's the size of a continent. I, dude, it, it's crazy the amount of stuff. And he's selling them to go against liberals. Like, what, what a douche. That, that's just yeah, killing for- the planet. It's just a hug, another new norm he's breaking. He's got an entire store on his re-election website with, like, that plastic straw for $15 with T-shirts mocking other people for 30 bucks. Um, it's just a president. I mean, it's stupid to a new low a way of raising money, and uh, I don't understand it. It's just yeah, kind it's of just crazy. a branding. It's just yeah. a brand. That's it. It's just a brand. Which is why he Why should he? Isn't, isn't that illegal? Yeah, isn't that illegal? Isn't that, our president's not supposed to make money on stupid shit like that. No, they're doing this through right? the uh, fundraising for the re-election campaign. Oh, That's what makes oh, it legal. Oh, fundraising for re-election. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. All right. Whatever. What about the $40 million he still owes contractors in Chicago for that tower that he built right there on the river? What about that one? Right. What about that forty million? Is he gonna pay that back ever? Raise some money with some straws and pay that shit back, dude. Those guys. Yeah, I mean, they, whole... they have to sue them. They got to go through a whole bunch of shit in order to get that money. There's a whole website which is just wrong. called. Uh, I don't even want to say the thing, but it's. Uh, he has. A, there's Trump Pence has an entire website where you can buy all this stuff from him, and that's got straws on and bumper stickers. Um, it's it's just. It's just incredible. Wow. Incredible. And everyone does it, but, I mean, it's a pack of 10 straws, so it's not one straw for $15. You're getting 10 plastic straws to pollute the environment with for $15. Ten. So, so it's, it's only about 50 a straw. straw. What a bargain. Yeah, about it's about 50 a straw. A straw. That's, that's good. And then you can dump it in the garbage, and then it'll end up in the ocean and inside of a whale. Okay. That's all good. They have a, a um, huge waste of money. They have a MAGA pet leash for sixteen dollars, where it says M A G A. I can't believe we're giving again. this guy. Your leash. <laughs> we're giving um, this guy too much airtime, brother. I'm telling you. Way too much airtime. It's for, just amazing. Like I mean, everybody promoting knows. his I can't say it's just him. Everybody has <laughs> swag, I guess, but it's just oh. embarrassing. I don't know. It there is, is I, I'm really on the fence. Have you heard about the Betsy Ross T-shirt? Um, no. Oh God, I gotta. I'm really on the fence on it, and I hate to do a uh, to to do another conservative. But Rush Limbaugh, I guess there was Nike was selling a Betsy Ross flag, and right. Colin Kaepernick. That it was racist or something, which I don't necessarily agree with. And then they, and then I think they stopped selling it, right? So they stopped selling it. So uh, Rush Limbaugh decided to sell his own version of, of, of the Betsy, Betsy Ross, Ross flag. flag. Um, <laughs> but it, it's called "Standing Up for Betsy Ross," I think. Stand up for Betsy Ross T-shirt. Twenty-seven bucks for this T-shirt. But he wow. did it with a twist where all of the proceeds... Breaking it in like a rock star. Well, but the whole thing is bucks, all of the man. proceeds 
go to a 9-11 victims fund. So okay. they've made so I so that's why I'm on the fence on it's made three million dollars yeah. for this thing in three weeks. So I have to okay. I have to Is be it all going or, or are they it's, pulling a Republican party? You sure? You sure? You sure they're not siphoning they off say. like like two point five million of the of the three? You sure? Okay. All right. That's I'd like to see it say. actually all end up in the hands of the of the nine eleven victims. Yeah, it's it's a it's called Tunnel to Towers, I guess, is the is the organization. And supposedly okay. every bit of the proceeds goes up to them. So I have okay. to give them up for well, no, that's, that's kind for of a good going thing. to there. So yeah, it's yeah. a good thing. Three million dollars in three weeks. He has a huge audience, so if they're able um but there has been a lot of knockoffs <laughs> and so there are people that nice. are selling it. And make it knockoffs, but that doesn't go to charity. That's going to people that are just money grabbers. So I'm not as happy. Right. I'm happy that he's being knocked off, but I'm not happy that it doesn't go to charity. So yeah, so there's there's all sorts of ways you can make money off this presidency and off conservatives. But I guess I got to be happy that it's going to a uh, to a worthy cause. So hats off to Rush Limbaugh for making for making three million dollars in three weeks to it for the. Uh, I support Betsy Ross t-shirt. So I guess Nike did kind of flub a bit on that. Um, but it's going to a good cause. So, oh, well. Then last yeah, thing we'll as talk long as it goes to a good cause. Yep. Last thing we'll talk about, we have to get off the air and go to a song here. Uh, there was a teacher that went uh, was on vacation and out in, I believe it was um, Arkansas. He was at Diamond State Park in Murfreesboro, Arkansas, where you can actually go diamond hunting. Yeah, you spend 25 bucks to go on this 37-acre diamond place, and he actually found a 2.12 carat um, unpolished brown diamond. It's only worth a thousand bucks, but it's a 2.12 carat diamond. So good on him for finding it. It's worth a thousand bucks to him. Um, who would have thought you could spend twenty five bucks and get a thousand buck diamond while you're diamond hunting at Diamond wow. State Park in Murfreesboro, Arkansas? So that's a good way to spend that's your awesome. summer they, vacation, I think. Yeah, do they normally find two carat diamonds in, in Arkansas? They have found seventy five thousand diamonds since they've been doing this in the ten years it's been going on, worth about wow. um Two and a half million dollars worth. So not, they're not all big, big money things, but they're all finding some diamonds. I guess that'd be kind of cool to go diamond hunting and put it in some kind of an earring or a ring or some kind of a tip yeah, or something. Yeah, and there. that's what that. Yeah, that's what he's. That's what he's doing with it, right? He's he's putting it into a, a ring for his wife. Yeah, because like I said, it's not worth a lot of money, but it's just cool that it's two point one two carats, and that he can. That, yeah. So it'll be a keepsake, for sure. And it's worth a thousand bucks, but it's going to be worth more of a memory, I think, than anything else if he puts it into right. a piece of jewelry and shines it up or something. So, very cool and good on him for that. So, congratulations on that. So, that's about it. That's all I have. Anything else? Uh, you don't have your notes. Anything else you want to do before we head into our last song here? Get ready for an all new no. Left of Straight show? No, everybody stay right, cool well, and stay safe. 
That's, that's there you go. Thanks, can, Melissa. Like, you wear the weather. Research anything you want to do research. I've changed my opinion on drugs. Do the research, guys. We're going to play out with nice. uh, Justin Mortinelli, The Fall. And thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern. Bye-bye. Peace.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.